Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show podcast. Think of it like a magazine or a box of chocolates. You never know what you'll get. From politics to pop culture, healthcare to legal issues, it's all here. And my behind-the-wheel chats are personal observations created especially for you on podcast only. Enjoy. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Care Patrol of Connecticut in New York is your number one partner for securing safe senior living options and navigating the senior care continuum. Their services are at no cost to you, and they guide you through the entire process. Visit www.carepatrolct.com for details. And welcome back to the Lisa Wexler Show. Hello, hello. Justin, hello? Hello, hello. Okay. Um, well, joining us right now, I mean, I just think it's really funny to go from astrophysics to astrology. Uh, but Rita Hogan is with us. And the, the name that I, um, I originally, uh, originally saw Rita cited in an article that I just thought was fun. And it was all about dogs and astrology and whether or not your dog's personality was determined or could be somehow determined by the month in which your dog was born. You know me, I'm all about the animals. And then I saw that Rita Hogan is an herbalist. She's based in the state of Washington. She's taken and taught a lot of courses in how plants can help achieve healthy outcomes in a lot of our dogs. But she is not a veterinarian. I want to hasten to say that. Rita, Rita Hogan, hello. Welcome to the Lisa Wexler Show today. Hello. Hi. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure. I Rita, really appreciate remember- it. Do you remember what I was, uh, do you remember how I saw you or do you remember where you were cited and talking about dogs and their astrological signs? I just thought that was a fun conversation, really. Uh, yeah, that was an article I made for Dogs Naturally magazine. Ah, and you've been writing for that for years. Okay. So it made my, I don't know how it made my feed, whatever, whatever the heck a feed <laughs> is. And so, yeah. Rita Hogan, yes. So do you really, do you think that dogs as well as humans are affected by when we are born? Absolutely. I, do, I totally do. For sure. Yeah, tell me about that. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I've been a, I, I, you know, I'm definitely not an astrologer, but um, I've been, you know, uh, definitely a super fan of astrology since I was young and just fascinated with the stars and the placement of the stars when we are all born. And I think it definitely has a, an effect on uh, our personalities, how we look at the world. Um, you know, we're, most people are, most people are familiar with sun sign astrology, which, you know, is the sign in which you are born. Like I'm an Aries and, um, um, but you're so much more than that. You have an entire chart of, of the, the heavens, like the, the minute you were born and, um, 
you have a rising sign and a moon sign. Like, for instance, um, when you meet someone, you you really meet their rising sign. And like, I'm a I have a Virgo rising, and and Virgos are an Earth sign, and you know they're they're very analytical, but also very kind of shy um, when you first meet them. Uh, and I'm a very outgoing person, but when you first meet me, I'm extremely quiet. <laughs> and um, and like I have a Libra moon, and that makes me very balanced in like the emotional aspect. Your moon is your emotional component, and I'm very concerned about like different like fighting or and I kind of want to keep the peace uh, in my environment or around me uh, with people. I'm a very uh, like uh, in tuned with how people are feeling, and and that's very much a, a Libra moon kind of trait. And this can be mapped over to our dogs. Um, a, a lot of people don't know the exact time their dog was born. I, uh, you know, I don't look at a lot of dogs' complete chart, but you can find out their moon sign and their sun sign uh, from the, you know, from a, like a few days from they were born, and um, and that's not really hard to figure out. But yeah, I mean, people have been doing it. it astrology is the oldest science, so it's it's the oldest documented science. So well, I know, think it's, it's, it's kind of fun. The reason it is fun. And the reason Rita Hogan, I think that I wanted to talk to you is because I was reading your article and I mapped, I have two Bichons. Now many people that have dogs, particularly rescue dogs, they'll never really know when their dog was born. They just won't because even if they get the information, it isn't necessarily accurate. But I yeah, know when absolutely. my dogs were born because I got them from breeders and that's, I know when they were born. And it was very funny to me because I mapped Shana and Yofi and it was uncannily true. And, and they were little things. It was like, you know, particularly with Shana, she's very finicky about what she will eat. Oh, my goodness, this dog is impossible. I mean, she has to be hand-fed in order to eat her food. I have to sit down on the floor with her most of the time to get her to eat. And, and, and she does a dance. And you could say she's manipulating me and trying to get the attention. but And that may be part of it. But really what it is is that she is a very finicky eater. And the, and the other one, Yofi, who was just so boisterous and out there, it just, was, it just was one of these things where you say, oh, yes. I mean, that really resonates true. And so I just thought it was fun. I thought it would be fun for people to be able to look at their dogs from that point of view just for fun. You know, you don't have to take more out of it or carry on, but just for fun. I thought it was really something. I really like yeah, that. you know, it's not something to say, uh, where's your, you know, clinical research on this? Right. It, it, right. It's just a fun subject. Right. It's a fun subject, you know. <laughs> exactly. Um, exactly. And, you know, I see a lot of people, I, I do a, a ton of consulting, and um, uh, whenever I get someone who knows their, you know, knows their dog's birthday for sure, um, I, you know, I, I ask questions. You know, like, for instance, Pisces dog. Um Pisces dogs are interesting in that they are very quiet uh, and sweet, but they make a lot of noise. They love to bark, and they're very noise-sensitive. Noise so mm. they don't like noise, but they make noise, and they're, like, reactive on leash. And whenever I get a Pisces dog in one of my consults, I say, um, how's your dog on leash? You know, I, lo- I like to, like, just kind of get these traits uh, set out and, and kind of just – do my own little research on, on all of my clients. Like, you know, do you know your dog, you know, do you know your dog's absolutely birthday, you know, but like with Pisces, I it's, and it's uncanny, just every single Pisces dog I've come in contact with. Yes. They're reactive on leash. They pull, they bark, they're sweet. They're loving, they're caring. They love to like, 
you know, hang out and nap, but um, they're very sensitive to noise. They can, you know, react to any type of noise. Um, and, and they're very, you know, very little independent little dogs. Um, and it's just fun, you know. It's interesting. It is. And tell us a little bit, Rita Hogan, about your work as an herbalist, because I know this is something that you've taken a lot of time and training in and you teach a lot, uh, but you're not a veterinarian. So what are sort of the the basic kinds of herbs that you think are um, things that we as pet owners should have handy that can maybe treat common ailments to, to pets? Well, um, uh, I started out in herbalism when I was about 30. I'm 52 now. And so I've been doing it a little over 20 years. Uh, my dad taught me a lot uh, of, of like things about plants when I was young. So I, I picked it up later on in life. Um, and I, it's interesting with plants, you know, um, less like, I think maybe a hundred years ago, less than a hundred years ago, we were all, uh, all of our families knew about what plants to use for medicine, you know, um, that my grandmother, that's all she used was, was plants and mushrooms, uh, in the great depression for 16 kids. That's all she had. She didn't, all she had was a midwife. 16 16 children. children. Very healthy children. And, um, and that's all she used was herbal medicine. And so it's interesting carrying that kind of like carrying that genetic torch uh, forward. You know, I really felt, I really felt called to this work and no, I'm not a veterinarian, but I work with a lot of veterinarians. I speak alongside of a lot of veterinarians because veterinarians are very interested, a lot of holistic veterinarians, and even more allopathic veterinarians are starting to understand, you know, things are being more accepted, like, you know, turmeric is very popular, um, or uh, this year, I I think ashwagandha has gotten a lot of press as an adaptogen, and um, so I I work with a lot of veterinarians. I do a lot of formulation for companies. Um, I have a book coming out in October, November of this year, um, and if I like, I think the biggest thing for people right now, like right in this time period, is stress. Um, and our stress is our dog's stress. Uh, the interesting, interesting thing about dogs is they can smell our fear, they can smell our stress, they know when we're having a bad day, and they're very concerned about it. And it becomes their stress. So we're seeing a lot of more. We're seeing a lot more stress-related inflammation-based diseases in dogs. They're starting to take on our human diseases in exponentially, really. And um, so I think the biggest thing that you can do for your dog is stress-related herbs. Um, uh, you know, ashwagandha is a good one. Or, you know, plants are individual, so there's a lot that goes into that. But um, so not every herb is for every dog, you know, or person. At, uh, in the you know for the most part, but like adaptogens are good, and a simple one is ashwagandha. And then there's there's nervous system uh, herbs like passion flower and skullcap, uh, California poppy. Um, these are blends that are usually found in anti-anxiety remedies that you find uh, in companies that make. Uh, herbs for dogs. You know, I carry a lot of them on my website and there's really good companies out there like Pet Wellbeing and like there's another company called Adored Beast Apothecary or Four Leaf Rover. 
And there's a wonderful vet. That's cute. Yeah, Four Leaf Rover. There's a wonderful vet uh, named Dr. Judy Morgan, and she puts out a lot of great holistic advice for pets. Um, She has a great website and blog and Facebook page. And um, uh, I work with her, too. Um, There's just a lot of good resources out there. And then I have to say that one of the best books that has just come out on the market for people just kind of getting their feet wet into the natural dog world, um, and that, of course, includes herbs, is a book called uh, Forever Dog. And that's written by um, Rodney Habib and Dr. Karen Becker. Um, That's a really great starter book for people um, that are interested in finding out more. And then there's another good book called Herbs for Pets by uh, herbalist Greg Tilford, who I would consider, you know, one of my mentors. Um, It's just Herbs for Pets. So that's a really simple book that you can find out, you know, more about herbs uh, for dogs and cats, for sure. You know, I have I have a dog who, um, one of my dogs, Shayna, who's a Bichon. She's four now. Mm-hmm. She, um, I believe, was born with, because we can't quite, it was almost from the beginning, uh, she had this um, inflammatory bowel disease where she just kept throwing up, like whatever kind of regular food or dog food that I would give her. We tested her for allergies at the very beginning, and she showed a reactivity to all kinds of different foods, rice and all kinds of different things. And then over time, I couldn't get a handle on it, and I think I ignored it for too long. I ignored it for, I, I, I sort of treated it daily. Do you know what I mean? Like, didn't ignore it, but I didn't really get to the root of it for about a year and a half. And then I finally bit the bullet and spent $4,000 to do an endoscopy. And um, the, vet, the veterinarian came out and said that she had the worst case of H. pylori she'd ever seen, the worst. Mm-hmm. And she also had a very, very bad case of inflammatory bowel disease in the colon itself. So, you know, we treated the H. pylori. We treated it once. I had to treat it again because it really wasn't completely gone. And then we have since put her on a very prescribed diet of that hydrologized protein, which she hates. You know, she does hate. Um, But she manages to eat because when you're hungry enough, you'll eat it. And I will say, and I know this is traditional veterinary medicine, but I will say that she is probably 100% better in terms of her energy, and she no longer vomits. I wonder, you know, if there are supplemental kinds of things that I could do for her that might taste good in the way of a treat that would continue to not make her worse. But I'm, I'm scared because her, her surgeon, the doctor, was very, very clear that there was only one way that I could help my dog. And I've, and I've done it, and it's really helped, I have to say. But it's not easy to do because this is a dog that craves tasty food again because she once had it in her life. It's hard. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I'm going to have to agree to disagree with the surgeon. Okay. For sure. Well, that's why um, I'm I mean, you know, the, for you. That's why I want to yeah, hear the, the, yeah. Well, the thing is, is that there's, there's multiple ways to heal, you know, there's multi, I mean, allopathic medicine has saved my life uh, twice. So I'm very grateful for that. You know, uh, surgeons are amazing in the ability to go into the body and um, deal with things, you know, very quickly and find out what's going on. And I love that. Um, but there are, there are multiple ways to heal, especially when you have inflammation in the bowel. The H. pylori um, infection is very pervasive. 
So I completely understand why you had to treat it twice. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it does cause some damage, but it's not damage that can't be healed. Um, mm-hmm. So, you know, uh, if someone came to me with, I don't treat disease. You know, that's a veterinarian's job. What I would do is I would balance the entire gastrointestinal tract. So, you know, dogs get dogs get um, sensitive to their food when they don't have enough digestive enzymes. And if you're feeding, if you're feeding like a kibble, okay? So yes. kibble came out mm, a little bit before the 1970s. You know, it became popular. It started ramping up in the 70s. And um, before that, you know, dogs Rita, ate. Rita, Rita, can you just stay oh. right there? I want you to finish this conversation, but we need yeah. to go to a commercial. We're going to be right yeah, back. Sure. We're talking about treating our pets with herbs. Rita Hogan will be. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. And welcome back to the show. We're chatting with Rita Hogan, who was an herbalist of many years, and her specialty is in helping dogs. And we were talking a little bit about Shana's IBD situation. So, Rita, I'm interested in hearing when you talk about balancing overall a dog's colon, what, what, what's involved? What are we talking about? Well, uh, when dogs are sensitive to different types of proteins and things like that, when you, when you do a test, um, usually what happens is there, there's not enough digestive enzymes. And so proteins getting, pro, undigested proteins are getting into the small intestine where they do not belong. They need to be amino acids by the time they get there. And so um, kibble uh, is, you know, is a very highly processed diet. And so what happens is, is a lot of people just give it straight out of the bag and, um it doesn't have enough, your dog doesn't have enough enzymes to digest that type of food. And so you need to add digestive enzymes to a kibble if you're going to feed kibble, um, any type of kibble. And, and of course, there's a kibble hierarchy. You know, there's, there's you know, bottom barrel kibbles and then there's, you know, limited ingredient kibbles. It, it's a, the dog world is very complicated. And, you know, and then there's fresh food diets and home cooking diets and, and raw diets and, and things like that. So, what I would do is I would look at the diet and see where the inflammation is coming from. And once you cut off the inflammation, the gut is allowed to heal. And then we would use herbs to heal up the gut, bring down the inflammation, um, get things to calm down, and then start reintroducing a diet that might work better for the puppy. And, um, and, and so not, I don't directly treat the IBD because it's a disease, but what I, I, I do is I, I get to the root of the issue, which is inflammation, um, and what's causing the inflammation, and then improving the diet. Because uh, as uh, my friend, Dr. Katie uh, Woodley says, you, you know, you can't out-supplement a bad diet. And um, 
And a, bi- a bad diet can be any diet that's yeah. just not working for your dog. For your dog. Yeah. You know, so dogs are individuals, and it makes working with them more difficult when you come at it that way, but you get to a, a cure state when you look at a dog as an individual that needs individual attention and, and specific herbs or remedies that um, work, you know, specifically for the individual dog. Rita Hogan, a pleasure to chat with you. You write all the time for, what is it, Naturally Dog? Is that the magazine? Um, Dogs Naturally magazine. Yeah, Dogs I used to write magazine. for them a long time. I write, I, yeah, I do a lot of writing for a lot of, a lot of people. And your uh, website or how people can reach you is where? Uh, canineherbalist.com with a C. And then I have a course site, canineherbalism.com. Wonderful. Rita Hogan, thanks so much for joining us today. I learned a lot. I wrote down all of your notes about all these good books, and I congratulate you on publishing your own. Send us a copy. I definitely will when I get it from my publisher. Okay. Rita Hogan on the Lisa Wexer Show today. Thank you so much. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please share it with your friends. And as always, feel free to contact me at lisa at lisawexler.com. 